0: Hello, internet. I'm Jonathan Cook, and I'm Matt Noble. This week we're going to be talking about the Emmy Awards.
1: Yeah, no, this is uh, pretty exciting because um, our MTV Awards podcast was our most popular podcast, or at least our most uh, listened to podcast. So it means the the fans of Screen Verdict out there are really. Uh, Clamour for the award show. Yeah, people like
0: awards. And the Emmys is arguably a much bigger award ceremony (laughs) than the MTV Awards.
1: Yes, although it's not going to be televised on free to air TV this year in Australia. (laughs) Channel 10's got three times as many channels as they had last year, uh, yet they can't find time to, to air it. Why is that? Is only 14 year
0: old girls watching TV anymore?
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. And it's funny because. Uh, Channel 10 personality Jane Lynch from Glee is hosting the awards And a whole lot of Channel 10 shows are nominated for Emmys So you think this would be an ideal platform for them to plug some of their shows Is
0: there any way we can host the Emmy Awards? Sort of slot in that gap in the market and
1: make a bit of money off the Emmys for ourselves? I don't know, uh, if you work for the Emmys or the Channel 10 and want to give us a call then feel free Yeah uh so what we're going to do is we're just going to go through the categories uh at at the Emmys. Um we we're, we're going to start off with comedy categories and we're going to do Emmy categories and we'll just we'll just talk about it there. Sound sound like a plan? Sure. F- first category, supporting actor in a comedy series. Jonathan, uh just have a look at the names here. What what is the first thought that comes to mind? Who are these guys? <laughs> you know who these guys are. All right, so we have four Modern Family actors. Yes, so the, the entire adult cast from Modern Family got nominated.
0: And as you know from previous podcasts, I'm a huge Modern Family fan.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so, yeah, Ty Burrell, Jesse Tyler Ferguson, Ed O'Neill, and last year's winner, Eric Stone Street, all from Modern Family nominated. Yeah, who's he? Uh, he is um, uh, plays Cameron. Yeah, which one's he? He's uh he he's uh, married to Mitchell, and he doesn't have a beard. The fat gay guy. Yeah, I didn't want to say
0: that. How much easier <laughs> would it have been to identify him just to say the fat gay guy?
1: Yeah, I, I thought that might be offensive. Right? <laughs> I didn't want to define him by sexuality or his <laughs> weight. I, anyway. So uh and then but they're not the only people nominated. There are two more. Uh, So you've got Chris Colfer from Glee. He is the The skinny... The the young, flamboyant kid um, who's got a very supportive father. (laughs) And uh, John Cryer from Two and a Half Men who uh, had, I think, a pretty rough year with uh, all the Two and a Half Men drama, so a nice little reward for him. You had to sort of hesitate referring to him as being gay as well.
0: Who? John Cryer. John Cryer! <laughs> Just because, although he seems it, he might not actually be. He's married. Yeah, well... Not to a guy.
1: He's, he's that's
0: straight. not conclusive. <laughs> well,
1: especially in Hollywood, I guess. But anyway... <laughs> yeah, so these six guys. Do you have a favourite, John? Uh,
0: I'm not passionate about it, but I'm going to say, although I... Don't frequently watch Modern Family. When I have seen it, my favourite uh, parts of it have been uh, Ty Burrell. So okay. I'm I'm going to pick him.
1: Okay, fantastic. Um, I've got to uh, declare an interest in this race. Um, uh, with with uh, I do a bit of work for a website, GoldDerby.com, uh, leading leading site for Emmy coverage, <laughs> um, and uh, I got a chance to interview Jesse Tyler Ferguson. Um, from Modern Family for this, uh, for the website. And I actually, um, at the Emmys what you do is rather than the Oscars uh, where you just, uh, people just vote without watching things, you actually (laughs) have to uh, submit an episode to the Emmys uh, for the Emmy voters to judge. And they'll watch one episode from each of the contenders and then they'll make their vote. And I actually uh, helped uh, pick Jesse Tyler Ferguson's episode, Halloween. That's the one... uh, me and one of the other editors at the website recommended to him. So you know, if he wins, I'll be pretty stoked. Uh, You'll so. be expecting a callback, yeah, for sure. Thanks for so, the recommendation. Yeah, so uh, but Ty Burrell is probably you know my favourite on the show. So uh, I'd be happy with Ty Burrell or Jesse Tyler Ferguson in this category. So he's our fa- uh, our pick. Hmm. Who's the who's the front runner? Well, the same Ty Burrell. They're saying Ty Burrell's a front-runner because uh, the great advantage of having uh, four Modern Family men nominated is every voters are watching four episodes of Modern Family, and Ty Burrell's in all four. He's really good in not just – his tape is great, uh, where he sort of plays against type, but he's really funny in the other three episodes as well. So uh, he's really strong. Um, uh, Ed O'Neill's pretty sympathetic in two or three of the tapes as well, so he's, got a, he's in the race. Uh, um, Jesse Tyler Ferguson's quite good in all the tapes too. Shows slightly different sides of his character. Um, it's Eric Street who won last year that doesn't benefit as much because he's just very whiny in all four <laughs> in all four tapes. So, um, so yeah, uh, Chris Colfer might have a chance if voters go for something different. Um, and no one really thinks John Cryer can win, although no one was really predicting him the year he won a couple of years ago, so... There you go. There we go. Come on, Ty Burrell. Mm. Yeah, could
0: have it in the bag. Next category is um, the Best Supporting Actress in a Comedy. Mm -hmm. Yep. Nominees
1: are... Julie Bowen from Modern Family, uh, Jane Krakowski from 30 Rock, Jane Lynch from Glee, Sophia Vergara, Modern Family... Betty White from Hot in Cleveland and Kirsten wi- Kristen Wigg from Saturday Night Live.
0: Now, with these actress categories, I'm not passionate about any of the the nominees. I'm tempted to just vote for
1: the hottest one in each category. Well, I know you quite well, Jonathan, so I think you might be going for Betty White here. <laughs>
0: I was going to say Betty White. Yeah. Were, you? It's clearly, Were you? It's clearly Betty White. <laughs> yeah. Were you seriously going to say Betty White? <laughs> um, so yeah, that's my vote. Have you ever seen Hot
1: in Cleveland? I've never heard of Hot in Cleveland. It's a show about, I think, three middle-aged socialites from LA who are very superficial. Their, their plane is grounded in Cleveland. And for some reason, they move in with Betty White. I don't know why. <laughs> they don't just get to play the next day, or I don't know exactly what's happening here. But yeah, they just move in with Betty White, and that's the show.
0: I don't think you need to explain it. People will just hear Betty White, and you go, oh, watch that? Yeah, she's
1: very cool. Does um, she play Betty White? Uh, well, her name's Elka, but yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, so that, that's pretty good. Uh, so yeah, you're going for Betty White. So you're not that passionate about anyone here. I would have thought you'd be going for Julie Bowen, who's a huge, probably an official podcast uh, fan. Um, See, you brought up Julie Bowen last time. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. That, I yeah. know.
0: <laughs>
1: um, She's one of our favourites in Horrible Bosses. She's pretty good on my <laughs> family. <laughs> she was one of your favourites in Horrible Bosses.
0: You just brought her up because we both like Boston Legal. Yeah. <laughs> in which she is all right. Yeah. No, I would say... I do like Kristen Wiig somewhat, and I'm quite a big Thirty Rock fan, so I wouldn't mind drink, uh, Jane Krakowski winning. But yeah, I'm still picking Betty White. Well, um,
1: Betty White has a good chance of winning, but the uh, front the front runner is Jane Lynch. Um, and uh, looking at these episodes, Jonathan, can you see why she might be the front runner? Uh, well, the episode title is Funeral. Yep, so there's a funeral, her sister dies, it's very emotional, uh, which might be a bit too dramatic. Uh, Not enough comedy chops to win this. But luckily, uh, Kristen Wiig uh, has come to the party and has submitted the episode of Saturday Night Live, which Jane Lynch hosted, (laughs) which displays all her comedy chops. So voters will be not only looking at a very emotional Jane Lynch in Glee, (laughs) but a very funny Jane Lynch on Saturday Night Live. I assume that was not a tape uh, that you
0: recommended to Kristen Wig.
1: No, I don't think that was a smart move. No. She apparently—I don't watch that. out like that. Apparently, was one of her best episodes of the season. But I would generally not submit an episode which heavily features your competitor. Uh, oh, by the way, uh, Julie Bowen uh, benefits a little bit because uh, Sophia Vergara, Julie Bowen's quite good in that episode too. Um, Sophia Vergara's. Not really an either of the tapes much. So who are you picking? Who's your favourite? My favourite is Julie Bowen. Mm, but I'm predicting Jane Lynch. There we go. Mm. Uh, should we go to the lead acting comedy categories? Let's do it. Uh, let's do females first. We did males first for supporting. Uh, best comedy actress. you got Edie Falco, Nurse Jackie, Tina Fey, 30 Rock, the, uh, Laura Linney, The Big C, Melissa McCarthy, Mike and Molly. Martha Plimpton, Raising Hope. Amy pole her Parks and Recreation. Thoughts? If I could, I would marry Tina
0: Fey on the spot. Whoa, okay. All the other people, I probably wouldn't.
1: Oh. Okay, so you're so, going Tina <laughs> So if Fey. you're
0: any of the other Best Comedy Actress nominees and you were thinking of proposing to me, mm-hmm. don't.
1: Are any of the other comedy series uh, lead actress nominees perhaps not as good relationship material, but are, are better actors? <laughs> right? Do they give good performances?
0: I very really much liked Edie Falco in The Sopranos. Not as big a fan of, as, uh, of uh, Nurse Jackie. Uh, Amy Pohl is very funny too, but Tina Fey is still the standout.
1: Okay. I love Amy Poehler in Parks and Recreation. I think that's just a great performance. She's submitted a really funny episode where she's battling flu and then gives this speech at the end. I, I, I really hope Amy Poehler can win this. Um, I'm predicting her, but uh, Laura Linney is the front runner. Uh, she's never lost an Emmy before. She's um, she's an Oscar nominee, and um, you know in the Big C she plays someone who has cancer. Cancer patient. Is that what the C in Big C stands for? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she's got cancer. She's quite funny in it, too. Uh, not in the series. The series is pretty dramatic. But the pilot episode that she submitted, she's quite funny in. So, you know, obviously not Tina Fey, Amy Poehler funny. Um, it seems that dramatic acting seems to garner a
0: little bit more respect. And you have these sort of dramatic crossovers into the comedy mm, categories. what yeah. Is that perceived as sort of cheap or cheating, or what's the kind of ethics on that in the uh, Emmy community?
1: Uh, well, uh, it's not cheating. You can submit yourself in either one. Um, the, uh, actually, surprisingly, it doesn't always pay off. Uh, like, last year you had uh, Chris Colfer in Glee, had a very emotional, dramatic episode of Glee that he submitted, uh, but he got beaten by uh, Eric Stonestreet for, like, playing a Clown. Um, and, you know, we, we've seen people like uh, just Julia Louis-Dreyfus from The New Adventure of Savol Christine win for a comedic episode over some more dramatic ones. So it sometimes can actually hurt you. Sometimes you see the voters actually are looking for the funny performance. Um, and we haven't seen a sort of a dramedy win best comedy series since uh, Ally McBeal in 1999. So... Like it—it it doesn't actually pay off as much as you might think. Although the last two years, in comedy lead actress, that has paid off for Tony <laughs> Collette and uh, Edie Falco. So, exciting. <laughs> well, we'll see if uh,
0: Tina Fey's actual talent can uh, overcome Laura Linney's uh, cheap tactics.
1: Yeah, uh, no one's really ranking Tina Fey that high. Uh, She's about fourth or fifth, like. Um, and Martha Plimpton from Raising Hope is actually a real threat. She submitted a really strong episode, so if she was called out, don't be don't be too shocked. Comedy lead actor,
0: we have Alec Baldwin, Thirty Rock, Steve Carell, The Office, Louis C.K., Louis, Johnny Galecki, The Big Bang Theory, uh, Matt LeBlanc episodes, and Jim Parsons, The Big Bang Theory. Thoughts, man?
1: Yeah. Uh, I, I might start off with some of the shows that I hadn't really seen much before, uh, these nominations came out. Uh, Matt LeBlanc, I saw his episode of episodes and, uh, I really didn't like this. I really thought, thought it was bad. Um, did not find it funny or did, enjoyable. Did he play Joey? Uh, he plays Matt LeBlanc. Like he literally plays Matt LeBlanc yeah. in the show. Uh, it's about... Some... So not George Clooney being George Clooney in all his movies. Like, he's actually playing himself. Yeah, he's actually playing himself. Um, it's about some British person who is adapting a TV series for America and they cast Matt LeBlanc in it. So... Uh, Didn't like that. Him
0: head-to-head against Louis, both playing themselves.
1: Yeah, uh, Louis CK plays himself too. Louis's much better, much stronger. Um it's an episode of real heart, and he's got sort of some edgy comedy. Not necessarily my cup of tea, Louis, but I, I definitely saw some worthwhile stuff there where Matt LeBlanc, I'm like, oh, man, I didn't really like you in Friends. Don't like <laughs> you much more now. I like you less now.
0: So you have those two, two actors from The Big Bang Theory. Yeah. A show I cannot stand. Not a big fan? No. no I... There are very few shows I am less
1: likely to watch than The Big Bang Theory. What don't you like about The Big Bang Theory? It's the number one rating comedy in America. I don't know why people find it
0: funny. People are just like, ha ha, they're being nerds. But it's so forced. No one is that over the top, and it's just irritating. mm And I don't, the lines aren't clever or funny, it's just like, this is what I expect them to say, and it just irritates me constantly.
1: Yeah. Uh, I have quite a few friends who quite like the Big Bang Theory. Why? Um, I don't know, it's got a lot of buzz. No, why are you friends with them? (laughs) I don't know, I don't know. Uh, Look, I don't hate the Big Bang Theory, I find it a little, a bit enjoyable, a bit of light entertainment. Um... I really think Jim Parsons is the best thing going about the Big Bang Theory. He won the Emmy last year. I think he is really funny. He cracks me up quite a lot on the show. Were you, were you doing sarcasm there? No. I was expecting you to finish that with, like, I think he's Bazinga, playing. gotcha. <laughs> I was talking, uh, one of the people I uh, interviewed recently was Johnny Galecki. Um, and uh, we, we had a bit of a, he didn't know what Bazinga meant. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That shows just the level of thought they put into the writing in the show. We don't even know what we say means. What the catchphrase of the show meant. Like, that's the number one sort of line in the We did something silly and people liked it.
1: Yeah. Uh, The writers hopefully know what it means. Um, (laughs) But, yeah, so the... uh, Look, um, Johnny Galecki getting nominated was a big achievement for the show. Um, I don't think many people were predicting him, if anyone... Uh, and this really helps Jim Parsons, because as we've talked about, now Emmy voters are getting to watch two episodes of The Big Bang Theory. I've seen both of them. Jim Parsons is quite good in both, if you like that kind of thing. If you if you are partial to Jim Parsons, you're getting double Jim Parsons. But obviously the big news in this category is Steve Carell. He's never won the Emmy before, um, and he's now got his final episode of the office submitted it's i think a 50 minute episode do you want to see steve Corell take it out well alec baldwin and steve Corell
0: have kind of been the the heavy hitters in this category mm. how many times has alec baldwin won twice and who was it the one last year jim, jim parsons. parsons yeah i can't i'm kind of only interested in alec baldwin and steve correll yeah i do prefer alec baldwin ever so slightly However, seeing as this is his final season and he, has, he hasn't he has
1: won, I would be happy to see Steve Carell win. Steve Carell's final scene on The Office, um, I cried. And it was the first time I've ever cried watching TV. So there you go. I'm I'm really on the Steve Carell. I really wanted to win. Luckily, Alec Baldwin submitted a terrible episode. He's barely <laughs> in it. So maybe he also wants Steve Carell to win. <laughs> Uh, or maybe it's just a big Jim Parsons fan. Is that what people are predicting? Steve Carell is, is the, everyone on the Steve Carell track. I think I read an article on Gold Derby today that he's a ten to one favourite or something. But um, I think perhaps odds that good are perhaps underestimating Jim Parsons' uh, uh, threat potential.
0: Well, let's hope not.
1: Yeah, yeah. But uh, he's he's the favourite. He is most likely going to win. Okay, let's go to the drama acting categories now. Let's go to the drama acting categories now. Uh, let's start with drama supporting actress. Uh, Jonathan, you want to read through those nominees? Not all of these are that easy to pronounce, so I'm glad you got me
0: to do it. You've <laughs> got <laughs> uh, Christine Baranski, The Good Wife, Michelle Forbes, The Killing, Christina Hendricks, Mad Men, Kelly MacDonald, Boardwalk Empire, Margot Martindale, Justified, and Archie Panjabi, The Good Wife.
1: Yeah, very good. Really good. You should win an Emmy for reading Emmy nominees. (laughs) Though it's not on TV, so, like, I don't see how you'd be eligible for an Emmy for that.
0: We'll have to do a vodcast where we get up on HDNet. Mm, For sure. Anyway, uh, thoughts? Going off my previous method for deciding favourites, Christina Hendricks should win, hands down.
1: She's got a lot of curves. Um... Pretty good curves. Are they in all the right places? They are in all the right places. (laughs) (laughs) So there you go. Yep. And she's got a fairly good episode submission, The Summer Man, so she's definitely in in with a shot at this. Uh, Are you picking her? No. (laughs) Uh, i just changed my pick to Margot Martindale from Justified. Um, What did you switch from? Uh, Michelle Forbes, The Killing. And what uh, brought about this switch? I feel like Margot Mandel has the best tape. Uh, Michelle Forbes, the reason I'm speaking to her, is her episode, she finds out her daughter has been kidnapped. And at the end of the episode, she finds out that her daughter has been murdered. So it's a very emotional performance. Um, and, and sort of, I think a lot of people would, if you're a mother that's voting or a parent that's voting, you might identify a lot with that sort of go, oh, if I was in her position. But it is quite a reserved performance for most of it at the same time. Mario Martindale's got a bit more... She's the villain of Justified. She's sneaky. She's got this charisma and, and stuff. And it's just... She sings a song in one performance. And, <laughs> like, it's just a much more showy performance. And I think that might, might win it for her. And she's a veteran. She's been, you know, in the industry for a long time. She's a bit older. Like, it sort of could be seen as a nice career achievement award as well. So... Mm. Who are the bookies backing? Uh, I think Maga Mandel. Um though, though this race could go a number of ways. Um, Perhaps
0: that showy performance could separate her from a, quite an even pack.
1: Yes. Uh, Archie Punjabi won last year, um, and she's got a better tape than she had last year. Uh, it's called Getting Off. Um, provocative title. <laughs> But, yeah, so uh, she's got a better tape than last year. Last year, she didn't have a good tape at all, so it was a very big shock when she won. Um, but since she's got a better tape this year, she might win again if they really like her. Um, K- Kelly McDonald has submitted a really bad episode from Boardwalk Empire. Um, so hopefully she won't win. Um, <laughs> though last year, someone with a bad tape won. So. Um, I've got to point out, your.
0: Oh, this is going to come up. I think there's a bit of an yeah. anti-boardwalk empire <laughs> sentiment coming through there, saying you hope someone doesn't win. Yeah. Because so, you're not even particularly passionate about your favourite. Why, why aren't you on the, uh, the boardwalk empire, train, wagon again?
1: Well, uh, anyone who knows me will know that my favourite TV series of all time is The West Wing. You know that about me? Oh, uh, indeed. Yeah, I love The West Wing. And it has the record for most Emmys won ever buy a drama series in a single season. And how many Emmys is that? Nine. Nine, Nine in one year. Yeah. Boardwalk Empire at the Creative Arts Emmys last week, right? they Because they got so many Emmy Award categories, they spread it over two weeks. And last week, they had Creative Arts Emmys. Boardwalk Empire won seven. A record seven no, a wins at the Creative Arts Emmys, which means they're now only two off, tying with the West Wing's record. Um, so... I don't want it to win two awards. Uh, it's probably going to win Best Directing for Martin Scorsese for directing the pilot, so I can't afford it to win another award. Um, though this supporting actress category is where I'm least concerned. I don't think it's got much of a chance here.
0: So we can safely assume that all of your opinions in the drama categories are just wildly
1: biased. Well, uh Boardwalk Empire isn't nominated in some of them, so you don't have to worry there. <laughs>
0: So, yes, hopefully not killing
1: McDonald's. And, um, yeah. okay, Martindale Martindale
0: Best Drama Supporting Actress. Yep, Yeah, dessert,
1: would be a deserved win. Okay, uh, let's go to the Supporting Actor category. You've got uh, Andre Brower from Men of a Certain Age, Josh Charles from The Good Wife, Alan Cumming from The Good Wife, Peter Dinklage from Game of Thrones, Walter Goggins from Justified, and John Slattery from Mad Men.
0: Those of you who listen to the Game of Thrones podcast know that both Matt and I love Peter Dinklage. Yeah. He's great. Tyrion Lannister. Yeah, the little uh, imp. You hesitated to use fat gay guy, but you didn't hesitate to (laughs) to call him an imp? Well, they call him an imp on the show. Do they call... What's-his-face gay in the show? Uh, I can't remember. (laughs) (laughs) So you're going for Peter Dinklage... Yes, looking through the list, uh, I haven't seen, uh, I'm not up to date with Justified, however I love Walton Goggins in The Shield. Yeah. I'm not sure of his chances, but I wouldn't mind him winning. His tape's not very good, um, he doesn't have much chance. Other than that, Peter Dinklage is, is far and away my favourite. He's he's hilarious, he's very, he's very sharp, his timing's great. You're not a big uh,
1: Men of a Certain Age fan? Well, aren't we all? I'm shocked this show was cancelled this season (laughs) Seriously, I don't think anyone's heard of this show So, um, I saw the episode It's average He goes, gets a colonoscopy And that's pretty much it some
0: funny faces
1: Yeah, though they don't show you the colonoscopy scene So, you don't even see that So He's actually a bit of a douche in the episode Um,
0: (laughs) That sounded like you were personally offended by it (laughs) You're no. like he's <laughs> <laughs> such a douche, <laughs> it just makes me think the actor is just like a bad guy and I don't want him
1: to win an Emmy. No, 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 not at all. <laughs> so the, the front runners in this category are uh, Josh Charles from The Good Wife, um, who submitted a really good um the season final where he's sort of leading up a, a, a murder trial or something like that, and he's just got some good lawyering scenes and then at the end uh his relationship develops a bit with uh, Juliana Margulies. Um, I won't say any more. Um, so that's quite good. Uh, John Slattery is also uh, out in front with a, a really strong tape, where um, I don't know he finds out some big personal and professional news and has uh, two separate scenes, and then he has a bit of a breakdown scene. So uh, they're probably the two front runners with Peter Dinklage as the spoiler. Because he's got this nice episode, you might remember, where he's talking to the prostitute about his life and he's got that nice
0: monologue. Yeah, I think he's great. In I think he could have submitted any episode. Yeah.
1: So I'm predicting Josh Charles, uh, but I would probably uh, vote... I'd vote for either Josh Charles or John Slattery. I guess we're we're
0: moral enemies now.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, you know in the Game of Thrones, uh, you, you win or die. Um, I hear that they might be bringing in that rule for the Emmys this year. Um, so, Game of Thrones has been so successful, um, Peter Dinklage might not be in uh, Game of Thrones next season. So, let's
0: move on to the lead categories. Yeah. Uh, let's start with lead actor. Best Drama Actor nominees are Steve Bashimi, Boardwalk Empire, Carl Chandler, Friday Night Lights, Michael C. Hall, Dexter, John Hamm, Mad Men, Hugh Laurie, House, and Timothy Oliphant, Justified.
1: John Hamm's a front runner here. Uh, he's a bit like Steve Carell, never won before, despite being pretty pretty popular guy. Brian Cranston's taken the year off. And- yeah, yes, Brian Cranston won the last three years in a row. Um, And he's now uh, left, which means someone else can win. I actually think Bryan Cranston is the only best lead actor in a drama series winner that is still on the air, like that that series hasn't finished yet. So there's a vacancy. There's definitely going to be a new winner in this category this year. Because of his absence, I think there are
0: naming this award the best drama Actor not named Brian Cranston yeah there's a little bit of a
1: fight for second place yeah it <laughs> is <laughs> it's a hollow victory yes um, and you never know maybe Brian Cranston will win <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't be wouldn't be the biggest shock they' had at the
0: Emmys I think they do give honorary Emmys
1: yeah let us go and the winner is Brian Cranston. <laughs> Um, so, uh, but let's assume Brian Cranston doesn't win this. He isn't nominated. He didn't have any new episodes (laughs) the past season. John Hamm is actually the front runner, uh, uh, this year. He, uh, a lot of people I think in the past have said, uh, they said, oh, John Hamm will never win. His character's too reserved. He, you know, never has anything too showy and it's always sort of beneath the surface. Well, this year he had an episode called The Suitcase where he breaks down. He, he it sounds it. like it. Yeah. he There's, get, there's yeah. a suitcase involved. Yeah. <laughs> he gets drunk. <laughs> he gets drunk. Uh, somebody he cares about dies. He shouts at Peggy. He cries. He, like, he does it all. Uh, very powerhouse episode. Um, and you didn't even mention the suitcase. You left that part out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to spoil anything. Uh, I won't spoil what the suitcase has to do with it. <laughs> yeah, so that's a... That's a uh, a really strong episode, and it's put him out in front. Um, Mad Men, surprisingly, um, it's one drama series the past three years in a row. It's one writing the past three years in a row. It's never won an acting award. So this could be where it breaks through in acting. But this is a reasonably strong category to have Steve Buscemi. He's uh, probably second place. Um, He's got a really strong chance. Obviously a very respected guy, Steve Buscemi the episode he submitted is the season final which actually is quite good for him um, that that's a strong episode probably the only one that would have made him competitive he's got a n- really emotional scene where he tells Kelly McDonald about his past
0: we have Michael C Hall who's um, who, who plays Dexter yeah show has quite a following um, yeah and he's never won before so and he Michael C Hall uh, is also Uh, like Laura Linney, but, uh, not in the comedy category, but in the drama category because it's a little bit more serious. (laughs) Also playing the cancer card. Bit more serious, though, because his cancer is in real life.
1: Yes. So, yeah, it is. Could Uh, that sway the voters? Well, last year was sort of the peak of his sort of cancer story arc, um... (laughs) Like that was that was sort of when he was you know the cancel was big in the news last year he had the amazing fourth season of Dexter final submitted uh which just had a lot of bars had a lot of impact uh he didn't win last year and this year uh people are saying his episode isn't very good um I actually really like his episode uh but it's a bit understated it's not very it's where um he helps out his teenage daughter uh but he beats up someone who's raping her friend or something. So
0: they're a bit unsympathetic to Emmy voters. Their their cancer sympathy only lasts
1: so long. And they didn't even win them the award last year. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> yes. And um, they probably reward more uh, playing cancer than, than actually having it. <laughs> they're more sympathetic <laughs> to performances. Because uh, Christina That's... Applegate had cancer a couple of years ago for Samantha Who uh, and they didn't give her the win either. It's, uh, it sounds the wrong way around to me that
0: they're more sympathetic towards fake cancer than real cancer. Yeah. i will uh, say with Michael C. Hall, I was doing some research uh, yep. on suits. Mm-hmm. So a friend of mine is getting uh, married and we were doing some suit shopping. Yep. In my research, I came across Michael here's C. Hall sporting the, the suit jacket with jeans look, which is a bit controversial. Some yep. people are fans, some people aren't, on a, a very nice lady's blog. And uh, it starts off the blog with, Michael C. Hall is the epitome of acting talent. Yeah. So, if her blog is anything to go by, (laughs) we know Michael C. Hall has uh, some pretty fangirlish support out there. Where do you come down on the jeans and suit jacket debate? I think it can be pulled off, but you have to have the right colours and the -the over-the-top sort of... Pattern uh, Ed Hardy t-shirts, which a lot of people wear it with is a bit too much for me. I don't think it, I think it sort of ruins the classiness of the suit.
1: I think you need to go with just a, a regular collared shirt, like not something crazy. You want it to look not like a bizarre fashion thing. You want it to be understated. You want to look like Daniel Craig, not Andrew G. Yes, for sure. So yeah, it's, I, I it's think I't mind it's it. tricky I think add a suit jacket to to an outfit going to class it up yeah you're going to class it I can see Don Draper if he was around today <laughs> going around in the jeans and suit jacket on the weekends <laughs> so um, yeah uh, Kyle Chandler's got the final of Friday night lights so if people really want to give that show sort of a final final nod could be a place to reward it um, Hugh Laurie. never won yeah um, a lot of people like that show, too.
0: House is... Is it still on? Um, <laughs> that's, that's, the mo- that's the most uh, frequent comment I'm hearing now about House. Oh, is that still on? It's, it has gone a few seasons. I think they're up to six or seven. Yeah. But I'd say, arguably, this is the most watched show from, <laughs> from the shows that these actors are from. Yeah, a
1: bit, a bit pathetic, but yep. Yeah. <laughs> Not a fan of House? I, I just think... I feel like it was good at one point and it sort of stayed past its past its expiration date. Yeah, I feel
0: like it was a little bit same old same old, but it was still worth watching just for Hugh Laurie. Yeah. Yeah. But I haven't kept up the last
1: couple of seasons, so not still worth watching even <laughs> fair. <laughs> um, it, it seems like 3 years ago, Hugh Laurie you could argue was one of the most famous guys. You know, the most talked about guys. People loved House. Like, he was sort of... Not just actors, just guys. Just of, like, male people <laughs> yeah. on the planet. Yeah. Like, he was, <laughs> people were talking about Hugh Laurie and House, and he was sort of very much in the popular zeitgeist. And now it's a bit sort of sad. He's sort of just, just there. I think
0: House is a fan of the
1: uh, suit jacket with jeans. Yeah, for sure. Do you think he pulls it off? I think he does. I think he does too. And he also uh, and I'm a big fan of this, uh, wears sneakers too, with with the suit jacket and jeans. I love
0: throwing in the sneakers. And his uh the cane he has to use ends up looking pretty
1: pimp too. Yeah. I think he um splashes out on a pretty pretty flash one of those. Every couple of seasons he gets a new cane that's like a big deal for house whenever <laughs> like it's a hu- it's like the should be the next like end of season cliffhanger. Like, which cane should I get? <laughs> It's like Alan Shaw getting his new tailored suit. Yeah, an extra ten, <laughs> and an extra ten pounds. <laughs> 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 so, <laughs> drama actress, let's do it. Oh, wait, sorry, uh, favorite yeah. or who are you going for? This
0: is quite an even race for me. Friday Night Lights is the only show. Well, oh, no, Friday Night Lights and Justified. I haven't seen too much of. Don't really know much about Kyle, Ch- Kyle Chandler. I do like Timothy uh, Oliphant, though, from um, Deadwood Deadwood, and Damages. Yeah. Good guy. So between Bashimi, Hall, Ham, Laurie, and him, it's quite an even field. Because of that, I'll base it on just the show.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And I guess Dexter is the show I've kept most up to date with. Mm-hmm. I'm still a fan of Dexter. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say I'm sympathetic towards cancer, even
1: if the voters aren't. And I'm gonna pick Michael C. Hall. Uh, okay, cool. Um, I, I'd be I'd be happy with two winners here, uh, or I mean, one of two two winners. John Hamm, I think, is fantastic. Like, I think mean, he's such a good actor. I, I really love him. He's really hot. Um, just-
0: <laughs> <laughs> what?
1: You've been so reluctant to comment on.
0: Like male actors look this whole podcast series. And then all of a sudden you just drop that John Hamm is just so hot. I that sort of hotnessing cool. <laughs> it's
1: just like, like very hip. Like very got a lot of heat. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um Um
0: I think I'm going to remember that how I want to remember that in the future though. But well, yeah, okay. I'll believe you for now. He does look good too.
1: Like, I, like, wait, no, I wasn't disagreeing guy. with you. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Let the record show. Screen verdict yeah. is agreement on the yeah. handsomeness of
1: John Hamm. Yeah, he's a very handsome guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, So I, I'd really like to see him win. He, he's fantastic. I love Mad Men. I've got, like, Carl Chandler to win as well, though, because uh, Friday Night Lights... You're a bit of a Friday Night Lights it's a, fan. It's a really good, I think it's uh, been uneven over the course of uh, its five-year run, but I think this year was really strong. Um, And Kyle Chandler's great. Like I think he's just a great performance. It would be great to see him him get the win. Uh, So I'd I'd actually be a bit disappointed if anyone else won other than those two. In particular, Steve Buscemi. Do not (laughs) want to see this guy win. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing personal, Steve. It's a West Wing record, buddy. (laughs) So now on to drama actress. Our last acting category. Mm, Yes. Kathy Bates, Harry's Law. Connie Brisson, Friday Night Lights. Meryl Enos, The Killing. Mariska Hagate, Law and Order SVU. Juliana Margulies, The Good Wife. Elizabeth Moss, Mad Men. Thoughts? Who are any of those people? Okay. Um, well, you know Kathy Bates. Some annoying person from the 80s. Yeah. You can you can see her naked in uh, About Schmidt. <laughs> Could be it. Do you recommend it to the, the listeners? I love about Schmidt. That's probably the the reason to avoid about Schmidt. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So uh, she's in the new David E. Kelly legal drama. Now we know David E. Kelly does very well at the Emmys. I think he's won about fifteen actors Emmy awards over the years. So um, he's always someone to be reckoned with. Um, one of our favourites from Boston Legal, David E. Kelly, uh, and actually supporting actor uh, Paul McCrane I mean, guest actor Paul McCrane won um, Best Guest Actor for Harry's Law on the weekend. Upset Michael J. Fox for The Good Wife. So, actually, a a big, big Harry's Law upset there. Just confirmation of the Emmy's lack of sympathy
0: towards (laughs) (laughs) life-threatening illnesses. Michael J. Fox did win this
1: award a couple of years ago, (laughs) but yes. Um, As I said, their sympathy only lasts a certain length of time. Well, Connie Britton's on Friday Night Lights. Morel Enos is on the killing.
0: I, I'm just reading out one. What what so, yeah. what, what are your thoughts on the killing? I've heard. I haven't seen this. I've heard very differing views on on the show.
1: It was a critic. It, it's a show about a girl is murdered. Okay, so at the end of the first episode, I'm sort of spoiling the first episode. But the tagline for the show was "Who killed Rosie Larson?" Uh, so I feel like saying that Rosie Larson dies at the end of the first episode isn't a huge spoiler. Um, and it's, every episode is another, I think, a, a day in the investigation of that murder. And it gets very polit- it gets the, the mayor race gets implicated, um, and, and all these sorts of political dynamics. It was a critically acclaimed show. People loved it. I really loved the show. Um, and then uh, it, it ends quite well, but the last 10 minutes of the show, they introduce a huge twist that completely got everyone off board with the show. <laughs> like, people started saying, rubbish show, terrible, wasted my time with it all season. Very akin to the lost final reaction. Um, so, uh, look, I had to say, it was a good show. Um, I'm definitely going to be tuning in next season to see if they can salvage this this twist that they brought in. But, yeah, they, they, it was tainted by its end. And are you a fan of... Uh... Enos in, in the show? I think she's really good. Um, yeah, I think, I think she's really good uh, in the show. Uh, not my favourite person here, but but strong. Strong performance. Happy to see her nominated. So Mariska Hagate, she's the, the standout, I assume. Uh, most people rank in her sixth. Um, so, no. She is a standout.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. on the
1: opposite scale. Yeah. Um, uh, well, she's won before, and she just keeps on getting nominated. And it seems like every year, what they do, Marish Gargade, she's just on Law & Order, SVU, Light and All, and every year they just give her one episode where her character sort of just... It's all about her character. And then they just submit that for the Emmys. She um, has a history of
0: being abused or something, I think. And so <laughs> they... Bring that up every now and again yes. to tie that into a case yeah. of someone yes. being abused, and yeah. she, obviously yeah. that's very dramatic. She, a she saves feel. a
1: kid or something. Yeah. So there you go. Um, and I don't think people are generally sick of her getting nominated. <laughs> um, she is the easiest to look at. However,
0: um, I'm going to list. Can't get that sick of seeing her nominated. Julianne Margulis? Yeah. She's she's no
1: John Ham. <laughs> well, I don't think don't think Rishka is a John Ham. <laughs> um, okay. We should do a a Marry Screw Kill <laughs> game with the lead actress in all these. <laughs> Uh all right, yeah, you gotta pick
0: two to marry, uh two to screw, two to kill from the six nineties. Okay.
1: Okay. I'll probably Marry Connie Britton. <laughs> Marry Connie Britton and uh Juliana Margulies, Screw Malinos and um Marishka Hagate Oh no Elizabeth Moss Yeah Elizabeth Moss and then kill Kathy Bates and Elizabeth and Marishka Hagate.
0: It's gonna be quite risky, but I'm gonna it's quite easy to, to kill Kathy Bates and Elizabeth Moss. Yeah. I haven't seen either of them, so this is quite risky, but I'm going to screw Connie Britton and Maril Enos on the, <laughs> on the basis that I at least know Mariska Hargitay and Juliana Margulies, and I could put up with being married with them. Yeah. Whereas if I lose with picking one of the other two to marry, I'm going to regret that for life. <laughs> Whereas I could probably just suck it up for 15 minutes. Yeah. We're gonna find the pictures um, now. Yeah, I'll, I'll grab the like, picture. <laughs> so who don't you know who, what they look like? Uh Connie Britton and um, um yeah.
1: Just
0: I like how Connie Britton Hot is one of like <laughs> the uh Oh, I do know her. Oh. She's in Spin City. Oh yeah, I'm 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 happy with that. Yeah. That's worked out well for me.
1: I think Mar More- is also a redhead. So <laughs> The, sec- the sec- second picture is not great. That that's her from Big Love. Um it's possible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that that's not what you want to know. <laughs> but um but this one of just her as normal.
0: I think uh ooh. yeah, I don't think I'm proposing to Juliana Margulies anymore. Oh. She, oh, she's getting replaced. I'll replace her with with either of them. Okay. <laughs> Still not too disappointed though.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I guess Elizabeth Moss was the big point of contention in us. You'd, you'd
0: kill her I'd screw her. Well, I'm surprised you didn't marry her, seeing as she was on the West Wing.
1: <laughs> She's Scientologist. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, That's not good. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> sorry to all our
0: Scientologists. <laughs> So, uh, yeah. That was so, a pretty fun game to play. That's can, a, that is a fun game For to play. the listeners, you can uh, look those people up and, and send in your uh, yeah. Mary
1: Boff Kill responses. Um, so, yeah, there you go. Drama Lead Actress. Uh, I'm, I am... I've got to... Uh, I've got to declare uh, another interest uh, in this category. Um, <laughs> I actually advise Connie Britton to submit the episode she submitted, the final of Friday Night Lights. And did she? Yeah, she did. So... I I I, uh, I knew that none of her episodes had the the impact of some of these other episodes nominated, so or, or that would be nominated. So I I told her to submit the final on the basis that that's sort of something different. You know, that gives people a reason to vote for you because people might go, oh, it's the final episode. This is our last chance to reward her. Uh, That was my thinking. Uh, That usually doesn't work at the Emmys, Uh, but she didn't have anything better. You know, like, so it's a great performance, but the problem with Connie Britton is it's a very understated performance, and they don't play well usually. But I thought... um, uh, So you're going for Mariska Hargitay, Jonathan? Her or Connie Britton. Ah, there you go. (laughs) I'm going uh, for, obviously, uh, Connie Britton, yeah, no, I'm going for Connie Britton, but I don't think she's got much chance of winning. Um, despite my best efforts to, to to win it for her, so I I will be pre- I I I've actually predicted Marilynos gone for an upset. Uh, this is where I'm. I presume Juliana Margulies is the favourite. Uh, Margulies and Moss are the two sort of front runners. Um, Margulies has submitted a nice episode where she sort of confronts her husband. Elizabeth Moss submits the suitcase, uh, which a lot of people said uh, Elizabeth Moss would never. Uh, win the Emmy because she's too understated. Well, in this suitcase episode, <laughs> they've given her a tour de force performance. It's pretty much a two-man, uh, two-person play with John Hamm uh, where she cries, she shouts, she's supportive, she does a bit of everything. So that's a really, really powerhouse episode which she could very well win for. I'm going with Mariel though, because she's got an episode where uh, her kid goes missing And for the whole episode, it just follows her character looking for her kid. They sort of take a break from the rest of the series. And she has this scene at the end where she breaks down and things like that. So I think, you know, she's got an episode built around her whole character and could pay off. It seems like
0: uh, a fairly open race, except also the Emmy uh, voters have found it easy to kill Kathy Bates. (laughs) She's just uh, a non-factor
1: as well. Well, David E. Kelly's show, she's got a pretty sympathetic episode. She gives a bit of a speech at the end of it. Could win. Could win. Though I'd put her fourth at best. Yeah, I'd put her fourth. So there's our thoughts
0: on the acting nominees. we can kind of come down to the the big two now. Mm. The series awards. We've got best drama series, best comedy series. Let's start with best comedy series. Let's do it. The nominees are The Big Bang Theory, Glee, Modern Family, The Office, Parks and Recreation, and 30 Rock.
1: Yeah, do you have a favourite there?
0: I think that the order in which I read them out kind of uh, made a perfect, what do you call it? Like from worst Cow to girl. best. It increased exponentially as
1: yeah. uh so you are going for these nominees in reverse alphabetical order yes
0: i think the big bang theory is one of the worst shows to have existed
1: mm-hmm.
0: glee is almost unwatchable modern family is quite hit and miss the office i quite like Parks and Recreation, I've only seen a bit of, but have enjoyed very much. And Dirty Rock is one of my favourite comedy shows.
1: Yeah. Okay. How, how the Emmys for series work is, rather than submitting one episode, they submit six, they pair them into groups of two, and each voter will get one of those tapes with two episodes on it. So we, we won't really go on a tape-by-tape tape analysis for this category. But, yeah, I... I uh, Modern Family is obviously the front-runner here. It won last year. It had the most nominations uh, this year. Its whole adult cast got nominated. so uh, And its submissions are okay. They've submitted solid episodes. When a show
0: has won or won a couple of times, it seems hard for it to, if it loses a season, to come back and win again. Mm. So the 30 Rock, seem, 30 Rock seems to have lost a bit of its... A bit of its buzz, even though it won yeah. three years in a row. Yes. The Office won once, I
1: believe. yes it, it won two. the year oh, before 30 Rock uh, hit the air. Perhaps it could come back. Uh... Well, it's Michael's last season, um, isn't it? So that has added a bit of buzz, and they've submitted six really good episodes. Uh, so, yeah, it's definitely got a chance. The thing with The Office that sort of might count it out is it only got four nominations this year, which... Doesn't show broad support for it in the academy. We
0: have obviously the two. We have the two sort of most popular shows. I, I would mm. presume
1: uh, Big Bang Theory and Glee. Yeah, Modern Family is pretty popular too. Um, I don't know how I'd, Big Bang Theory is definitely the most popular. I'm not sure if Modern Family or Glee rates better. Glee
0: stands out as quite a different show from the yes. others, mm-hmm. so it could.
1: If it's hitting a demographic
0: in the the, the voters could get some support. Mm.
1: Like I'm not a Gleek, um, and I'm not sure if the Academy members they they are probably a bit older than Glee's yeah demographic. But they do like Jane Lynch. They do. Yes, no, they do like Jane Lynch. Um, she's a bit more in the Academy's demographic. <laughs> yeah, so I yeah Glee could win, but I say Modern Family holds on to it. The Office, and uh, which is your favourite? I'd be torn a little bit between The Office and Parks and Recreation. Um, I think those shows both had fantastic seasons, and perhaps the Parks and Recreation was a little more consistent, but The Office had a couple of like uh, it hit perhaps greater heights this season. Uh, I'd probably vote for The Office at the end of the day, which is probably suits the tape system. Yeah, if you submit well, I guess yeah it does. Um, Although Parks and Records submitted six really strong episodes too. So, so
0: we think Modern Family is the favourite, but you're rooting for The Office and
1: Parks and Recreation. Yeah, you're rooting for Thirty Rock. Uh, Thirty Rock had a strong season this past season. um, Every season is a strong season. I thought last last season was weak. Um, Let's not beat around the bush. Uh, Julianne Moore is beat around the
0: bush. a euphemism for you being wrong. No. <laughs> so... <laughs> it was a strong season. I don't think so. Last Tracy time Morgan was. somehow manages to get better every episode. It's... Yeah, I, 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 don't,
1: I don't agree. But and anyway, of course,
0: Tina Fey and
1: Alec Baldwin are all-stars. I don't agree. So... we got. You got the, like... T- you like Tina Fey and Alec Baldwin. I do like Tina Fey <laughs> and Alec Baldwin. They're great. Um, they are good. So, 30 Rock had a great season, I thought. Um... I don't know, they submitted their live shows, one of their episodes, I'm not... I didn't really like that at all. That was probably the one episode of 30 Rock I saw the season that I didn't like. Um, but, thirty, yeah, uh, and I think that's probably the biggest threat to beat Modern Family, 30 Rock. Because although it's hard to come back, like, we haven't seen a show since... A comedy since Frasier do this well at the Emmys. So, we know the Emmys love... You know, they wouldn't give it three Best Comedy Series awards, two Lead Actor awards, Lead Actress... I think two or three writing awards. They wouldn't give it all these things unless unless they love the show. That's true. So, uh, yeah, it, it's 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 hard for a show to come back after losing. Though that is hard. It, it seems like uh, if you're if you win at the Emmys, you can get on a good roll, like a and Cranston, like Mad Men, like uh, Thirty Rock, like Fraser. But once you lose that momentum, it's hard to get it back, and that's Thirty Rock's big obstacle. So the fact that there isn't a real like there's reasons against all the other shows winning that strengthens Modern Family's position. I think Modern Family might not be as strong as people think it is, but I don't think any of the other nominees have perhaps the strength to to
0: to take it. How would you compare season two of Modern Family to season one?
1: Uh, worse, but not ridiculously worse. So a, a step down. Probably. This, not not as big a drop as uh, 30 Rock Season 3 was for oh, 30 hey, Rock Season let's, 2. Let's not be talking nonsense now. <laughs> Selma
0: Hayek, thanks for ruining 30 Rock Season 3. She was mediocre and she was only in like four episodes.
1: <laughs> anyway, should we on go on to Drama Drama Series!
0: series? The Biggie.
1: Yeah. Okay, Best Drama Series. Boardwalk Empire, that's a first-time nominee. Uh, Dexter, coming back for its fourth nomination. Uh, Friday Night Lights, first-time nominee. Uh, Game of Thrones, first-time nominee. Uh, The Good Wife, this is their second year in the race. Uh, And Mad Men, this is their fourth year in the race. And uh, they've won the last three years. So they're they're on a roll.
0: Thoughts? When it comes to drama series, I haven't felt... Passionate in a series for a while, perhaps since The Wire and The Shield ended. Yeah, I was a big fan of HBO in its heyday. Yeah, if you if you want to argue that the heyday ended, but it's come back with uh, the first season of Boardwalk Empire and the first season of Game of Thrones, mm. which are both nominated. Uh, of the two of those, I got into Game of Thrones more. We know from the yeah. previous podcast, we're both uh, pretty big fans of the show. Yeah. Dexter I've kept up with've watched all five seasons. I'm still enjoying that. I think I don't think this is his best best season, but I think it was it was still strong. A lot of people are saying Dexter's worst season. A lot of people throwing Dexter under the bus this year. I feel that the second was maybe the worst. I mean two, I, I think I think it's clearly one is the first season's the best, then clearly season four is the second best. And after that, 2, 3, 5 is kind of pick
1: for me. I'm, I'm not going to bother separating. For me, Season 4 is the best, closely followed by Season 1. Then there's a bit of a drop to Season 3, and then there's a bit of a drop to 2 and 5. So perhaps if Dexter hasn't won before, this might not be its year. Yeah, last year was probably Dexter's year to give Mad Men a run. I'm
0: just going to ignore
1: one of them that
0: I, that I should be talking about. I'm just going to say, I'm going to go... It's not going to be everybody's thing, but I'm going to say I know the people that like it did really like it, and it's an HBO show, so I'm going to pull for the Dark Horse, uh, Game of Thrones. Whoa.
1: Whoa. Um, Okay. I'm going to have to uh, give you some bad news here. (laughs) They had the Creative Arts Emmys last week. Okay, We've talked about this. Boardwalk Empire won seven awards. Game of Thrones only managed to win one. For main title design, very deserved win. Great main title design. It lost best visual effects to Boardwalk Empire. Yeah, Game of Thrones. I I just think we would have seen a bit more support for it last week if this show had what it took to win. That's that's my thoughts. Um, So I'm supporting Game of Thrones. Yeah, I'd I'd be happy to win the show. I've got a couple of favourites here. Uh, Friday Night Lights, I think, had a great final season. Uh, it would be really nice to see that sort of little show about small-town Texas. and it, I think it's just a great picture of sort of small-town football. Uh, I'd love to see that show win. Uh, Game of Thrones was, was fantastic. Uh, perhaps a bit of a slow start to, to that season, but really strong. I'd be fine with that winning. It would probably be my third choice. Uh, and Mad Men had a, a fantastic fourth season. Uh, one of their best yet, uh, definitely one of their most consistent seasons. Just really strong, and I'd love to love to see love to see Mad Men uh, win again and take that out. So one of those three shows, uh, I'd be fine with winning. Uh, I'd be a little disappointed if any of the other ones won. I have a question about Mad Men. Yep.
0: In the fourth season, does anything happen?
1: Whoa! Stuff happens.
0: Because I bought the first two seasons on DVD and I couldn't tell you anything that happened because I don't think anything did. Yeah. Uh, the season three final a lot happens. So that's always good. You should wait <laughs> till the end of the third season to for your show to get going. You sort of complained about Game of Thrones taking about three, <laughs> four episodes to get moving. Seems like Man, Man takes three, four seasons.
1: Um... Mad Men's not a show about stuff happening.
0: It's just a show about hot dudes in nice suits
1: <laughs> and and hot ladies. Yeah. Um, no, it's no, but it's a show about sort of the culture of the time and about. It seems like Mad Men is sort of
0: more suited to being a porno. <laughs> no, just hot
1: people looking hot. And yep. not much storyline. No, it's more like social commentary and stuff like that about the way women are treated, about the way men are treated. That the sounds workplace. like Pony. the way the advertising, <laughs> <laughs> the way the advertising industry worked back then, and, and how advertising works and things like, that's what Mad Men explores. It's not about, it's not about sort of plot development. I'm not going to argue with that. I think think that sums
0: it up perfectly. It's not about plot development.
1: Yeah. So, and they've they've submitted six, I think, the six best episodes of their season, and they're perfect episodes. I'd love to see them win. Um, Obviously, we'd not like to see uh, Boardwalk Empire win. (laughs) (laughs) Don't see that win.
0: What are are the the odds? I assume Mad
1: Men's the favourite. What's the most likely to upset it? I'd say probably Boardwalk Empire. I was thinking, actually, the biggest chances of upset were friday night lights or the good wife um not uh because i felt like if uh they're going to vote for a cable period drama they'll go mad men you know sort of it's not going to get beaten by something that's sort of a similar type of thing i know they're different shows but you know sort of a similar sort of bo- box they're put in Uh, So I thought that, you know, The Good Wife is the only network show. It's the biggest rating show nominated. People really like it. It's a very accessible show. Like, you can watch your tape and you don't... There's not heaps of plot development that you need to get filled up on, like with Game of Thrones or uh, Mad Men or other shows. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, you know, you've got the the standalone thing. Uh, People really like it. It got a lot of acting nominations, so... You know, that one, or Friday Night Lights, which is has a very different feel and tone, and it's sort of the underdog show. Uh, But I think after it's seven wins on the weekend, after sort of with Bulldog Empire staring down the barrel of history, um, perhaps that now is the best chance of upsetting, because there is at least some level of broad support for the show.
0: It has sort of some names behind it, like Steve Buscemi, Martin Scorsese... Uh,
1: Terrence Winter, a Sopranos al- uh alumni. Uh, interesting, because uh, Matt Weiner, the the, the creator of uh, Mad Men, from the Sopranos team. Terrence Winter, the creator of Boardwalk Empire, from the Sopranos team. We've got a bit of a Sopranos showdown. Yeah, so that's that's pretty cool. Um, obviously, if Mad uh, talking about West Wing records. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if Mad Men wins, uh, it will equal the West Wing's record for most drama series. Wins, That sounds probably, to me, like a more important record. Yeah. West Wing is already tying that record, though, uh, with Hill Street Blues and LA Law. But no one remembers those
0: shows, so... Yeah. Um, I'm surprised you're not uh, as eagerly uh, hating on Mad Men in order to defend (laughs) that record, which I think is perhaps a
1: greater achievement than nine in one year. Yeah. Do you want me to tell you why... Uh, why I don't mind Mad Men getting that. Because you like Mad Men and you're a bit indifferent towards it. Yeah, I think Mad Men's a great show. I think (laughs) Mad Men is the best drama series since The West Wing. So I'm fine with Mad Men joining that sort of club, the the, the four drama series with this club. I think Mad Men is my second favourite drama series of all time. So I'm happy with that getting there. But if it wins this year, next year...
0: You might not be so objective.
1: No, no, next year, next, it can't win next year if it wins this year. This has to be Mad Men's last year, for sure. So I'll definitely be uh, against Mad Men next year. Yeah, but uh, Boardwalk Empire, I, I didn't think was that great a show. Like, I talk about it took a couple of episodes before I got interested in Game of Thrones. Uh, Boardwalk Empire I didn't find interesting till about episode 9, and it wasn't that interesting. And how many episodes are there? Twelve, I think it actually it was episode eleven. that I started getting <laughs> interested. It was the last two episodes I thought were a little bit more interesting, but still I wasn't that interested. Like I didn't think I don't think it's a great. I don't think it should be the most winning series of all time, season of all time. I don't think it was a great season. I think it was a
0: good season, but not a great one. So you weren't a fan of it winning the Creative Arts Emmys, and you don't want it to win the Primetime Emmys.
1: No, I don't think it's that. I I think if I was to rank all these shows. Boardwalk Empire would be my bottom show. It's a good show. I think it's a very good crop of drama series nominees. You happy with the nominees this year? Yeah, yeah. So I think it's a good show, very well made, and I can't fault a lot of the technical wins from last week. I think it's technically a very good show, but I just didn't feel it, and I'd, I'd rank it last of these six shows. So it's not just that I don't want the West Wing record broken, it's that I especially don't want it broken by Boardwalk Empire. <laughs> The good thing is Aaron Sorkin's got a new show. West Wing creator's got a new show coming back next year, so he can sort of come in and intervene. uh, Mad Men winning the fifth. Yeah. (laughs) He can can be the one that stops it from winning its fifth
0: award in a row. I think that's why he's doing a new show.
1: Yeah, to to air the same season that Mad Men could be on the path to overtake the West Wing's (laughs) best drama series record.
0: Yeah. Definitely.
1: Yeah. He's got his eye on the
0: prize, Sorkin. (laughs) He's got, he's got a taste for victory with his uh, Oscar win.
1: Yeah. Yeah, coming fresh off his Oscar win. it's trying to, trying to get back in TV. <laughs> Stop wiener. So there are our favourites
0: for all yeah. the uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Emmy nominations. Yep. Hopefully we've given you some insight and some shows you might not have seen. Might want to check some stuff out if uh, if we liked them. If yeah. if we didn't, then, then don't check them out. No. Um, don't. don't. Don't even give them a go. Uh, and yeah, watch the Emmys if you can. I mean, that won't be easy. If you've got Foxtel, it's not, maybe. It's not on Channel 10,
1: I think it's on I'm going to be Bio. trying to find some sort of online thing, because I'm away in Canberra on the weekend too, so I can't even go to a friend's house with cable. <laughs> so, hopefully someone will, if someone could post the Emmy, uh, the Emmy ceremony on Mega Video, that'd be great. Yeah, we'll give you a huge shout-out on the yeah. podcast if you do that. Actually, th- that's a joke, though, because I would never want to encourage someone to do something illegal <laughs> on the podcast. Do not do that. that was, we were joking, having a light. This is a satire comedy podcast.
0: Yeah, we... None of the uh, episodes of any of these shows we watched were online illegally. No. We, <laughs> we don't
1: endorse it. Yeah. I, I I, like... It's but one it, thing to be a user of, uh... Heroin? Yeah. It's another thing to be the supplier. Yeah. Uh, so I think, I think legally the supplier is the really bad one. So I think <laughs> we don't want to be recommending... <laughs> we don't want to be recommending people to post this stuff.
0: But, but if you're already going to do it, not doing it because we encourage you to do, you're already going to do it, and <laughs> yeah. we just happen to watch it, we are... There could be a sneaky thank you. <laughs> well, thank you for something else. I'm sure
1: you've done something else we can thank you for. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, I'm sure we'll be back next week for a podcast. Yeah, hopefully
0: with uh, some reasons to celebrate mm. after after this weekend. And um, yeah, we'll catch you guys next week. Yeah, see ya.